It's Easter, Easter, Easter time. It's the best part of my day. Uh, Chrissy. You have to wait. But Rachel. Not be late. But Amelia. So if you don't mind, we're having some Easter time. Welcome to the Magic Within. Hello, Avalor. Welcome back to another episode of The Magic Within, your podcast resource for all things Elena of Avalor. We are coming at you live from our Elena of Avalor Discord server. And of course, joining me tonight is the rest of the squad, your podcast princesses. (laughs) (laughs) So first up is Lady C, and that is me. Hi, everyone. It's Chrissy from New Zealand. Lady A. Hey guys, it's Amelia from Oregon. Lady B. Hi, this is Becky coming to you from Germany. And a huge welcome back to our honorary podcast princesses, Lady K. Hey everyone, it's Kika from California. And last but certainly not least, Lady R. Hi, it's Rachel, also from Oregon, currently this time in a hotel room. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> podcast is live. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> So welcome, welcome everybody. We have an excellent extravaganza of an episode for you tonight as we celebrate Easter and all things exciting. We thought it would be an extraordinary idea to have an Easter special 3.0. As far as we know, Team Avalor doesn't celebrate Easter, so us podcast princesses will be bringing the celebration to you with an Easter egg fun facts episode. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so to start off with, first, I would like to congratulate Chrissy for her record-breaking number of egg puns used in a single sentence. Elena would be proud. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. mm -hmm. So next, let's just real quickly define what an Easter egg is. If you haven't already checked out our 2019 Easter special for the whole diagram and everything, Easter eggs are often found in the film and game world as references to special characters, objects, or phrases from other movies, TV series, etc., either hidden or in plain sight. However, it can be an intentional inside joke, hidden message or image, or a secret feature of a work. The name is used to evoke the idea of a traditional Easter egg hunt. Now we're going to move on to some Elena of Avalor Easter eggs and fun facts. So most of these Easter eggs haven't been confirmed by the creators of the show. So really, they're just kind of our own personal observations and speculations. But whether these were intentional or not, we sure had a lot of fun finding them. So let's get started. And also just a fun fact for this excellent Easter egg special. We have some confirmed Easter eggs from the one and only Craig Gerber. So let's get this Easter egg episode started. Woo. So the Woo. first one we have tonight is one from To Queen or Not To Queen, where a royal guard says, Elena, that's not a princess name. Now Sophia, that's a princess name. Which, of course, we can all just put two and two together and gather that Sophia, the first reference. Yes. <laughs> uh, next, we'll move on to um, Elena's Day Off, where Elena was wearing a hat, the same hat that Mateo actually had, in all the way back in Blockheads, which I think was season one, right? Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's pulling a real old reference right there, but I loved it. I really loved it non- nonetheless, so. <laughs> oh, wingity wink. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it. I didn't say it. I didn't say anything. <laughs> One person on the crew right now is giving us another big old wink. (laughs) (laughs) And going back to the episode of The Queen or Not The Queen, which Chrissy mentioned, uh, we have another fun fact. The guard that was standing with Rico in that episode is actually voiced by Esteban's voice actor, Christian Lance. And he even made a tweet about it and he quoted... Look, I'm not necessarily saying that alternate universe Avalor is better than regular Avalor, but in the former, I do get to voice not one but two gentlemen with exceptional hair. And I mean, he's not wrong. So not wrong. <laughs> he is not wrong. No, no. <laughs> this next one, you'll probably need to pick up a uh, Mateo's uh, old Moruvian dictionary for this next Easter egg, because in Julamru, we see Moruvian alphabets that look like something you would find in Mesoamerica, but it's not translatable. Uh, and trust me, I spent hours trying. <laughs> however, <laughs> however, in the last laugh, we are introduced to the old Moruvian alphabet as they appear on the doors of Chatana's prison. These glyphs are actual Mayan glyphs. Like, I can, oh, pick, wow. out a, yeah, I can pick out a glyph and probably tell you what it translates to. They, the like, whole entire like, team Avalor do such an extensive research. It is really cool to see. Mm-hmm. I love it. I mean, it doesn't translate to exactly anything that is what they say in the show, but like, it's an attempt, <laughs> and I love them for it. Like, yes. yeah, I loved it so much. Like, I picked out a few words. I picked out the word sun, and I picked out the word wall, and I'm like, yes, <laughs> I figured it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Cake is just like mm. a thesaurus with these things. We're just so lucky to have her. Oh, <laughs> Gotta have that Miss American nerd around, right? Oh, Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so our next one, um, it's actually a really neat throwback all the way to first day of rule and then all the way to coronation day, Cinderella and Belle were at Elena's coronation once again. Which is so cool. Only seemed right, I mean, because I think it's is it Disneyland or Disney World that the princesses get um have their coronations at the parks? Disney World. Yeah. Disney is anybody else? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Cause um because that's who Elena got uh crowned or coronated yes. by was Cinderella at the uh at Disney World. I remember seeing that video a while oh ago. Oh my gosh. That is so cool. What a like, neat like parallel. So it's so heartwarming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of Coronation Day, we have a little one at the beginning. And if you rewind it all the way back and have a look at Armando and Marlena's puppet show, the happy sad masks that are painted on their little puppet theater are actually based on Skylar. <laughs> so that was a really cute little fun thing to throw in there. <laughs> super cute. <laughs> Another fun Easter egg fact it was actually from Craig Gerber himself, and so he revealed that um, the royal painter in Elena of Avalor, their character design is actually based off of Elena's very own character designer, who is Ritsuko Notani. So that's pretty cool that their own character designer got to have a character designed after them in the show. Yeah. That's how you know you've made it. Yes. 
<laughs> you get your very um... she is so cute I mean, you... too <laughs> yeah and like actually i love how that came out because there was a fan theory going around that she was like shiriki's daughter or something so i love this next one in coronation day we had cameos in the spirit world from alakazar kakawate the zanies and um I I think Craig Gerber's favorite one he confirmed um, was Shuriki sitting in the stands eating popcorn while she watched the Ola Ball match. Wait, no one expected that, so that was just like, <laughs> is that Shuriki eating wait. popcorn? What the? Rewind, let's see. <laughs> yeah, pause the frame. <laughs> <laughs> that was just amazing and hilarious. <laughs> so this next one can be found in Father and Chief. Chief Zephyr's speech to Migs. Um, he talks about the dawn and how he has watched over Avalor just like, you know, you know mm-hmm. with the rising of the sun and now the sun is setting on him at his time for a new chief now. So if <laughs> you're a big Disney learn like me, mm-hmm. love Lion King. Um, it is similar to Mufasa's speech to Simma about the sun rising and setting. Nice. Yeah, I totally got that vibe from that. Subtle things, eh? It's just like, oh my god, yeah. you guys actually do care about the Disney yeah. world. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> the aesthetic, too. I felt that aesthetic. Like, oh, I love this. Because I love, like, just the visuals of Lion King are just so... Ah, chef's kiss. So yeah, no, I love. <laughs> so yeah, seeing seeing this one, that was just kind of funny because like Mufasa has it like he's like all you know has it planned out and everything, and just in this scene where Migs is talking, just right in the middle, Zipper just goes Dawn, <laughs> <laughs> gets me every time. So I'm like, yes. And speaking of prior Disney references, at the end and the final episode of Elena's coronation. You get to see a surprise visit from some other special characters, uh, mainly Sophia, Amber, James, Roland, and Miranda, which you might recognize from Sophia the First. Mm -hmm. And if you have not seen it, then you're probably just like, who are these random people? (laughs) But like, yeah, it's a pretty big callback to the original series that Elena was based off of. Yeah, it's pretty cool. The podcast account, um, we ran a a poll on Twitter to ask if you think Sophia will be joining Elena at Coronation Day and it was like an overwhelming yes so well done fans Whoop. <laughs> yes and I think I heard I did like, like how do you know the very last second <laughs> yeah, yeah. did the very last like she's just, she's just about to be crowned and they're like wait we have one more reference <laughs> one more <laughs> yes no. since I will take over this as you can tell being Alice being my favorite character I don't want to talk about the Part of Jaguar, where we have all the Alice in Wonderland references, which obviously made me super excited. Um, we have, let's see, I know the biggest one, obviously, is when East is falling and her dress kind of parachutes out, which very much mimics um, Alice falling down the rabbit hole and her dress parachutes out to slowly bring her down. But then you're going to get some other characters, I would say, like the two uh, golden uh, Noblins. They kind of reminded me of like uh, either like the Cheshire Cat or Tweedledee and Tweedledum, kind of like those characters that are just like... Mm-hmm. We could give the answer, but we're not going to. We're just going to make you do stuff for our entertainment. Um, and then, of course, there's the uh, shrinking and growing from, like, the drink me and eat me potions. And I kind of remembered this, but, like, at the very end, 
it's almost like a reverse of what happens at the end of Alice in Wonderland because she eats in the movie Alice and then she eats the uh mushrooms I believe and she grows tall and then as she's yelling at the Queen of Hearts which you know the heart of the jaguar kind of refers to she gets smaller and smaller while Eva stands up and she gets bigger and bigger so it's almost kind of like a reverse of that speaking of references to other things <laughs> this easter egg um elena she makes everything photomedia and i think that was in Dreamcatcher. yes yes and it so reminded me of the scene if you guys have avatar legend of ang fans or the last airbender as they changed it <laughs> Katara did the same thing she made all the water like freeze and it was just like a reference I think to like how strong these females are and they like control all these things but then they had to just like take a breath use forgiveness and then you know let it rain down so it was like I thought that was a pretty cool if that was a little easter egg I thought it was a pretty cool thing <laughs> such powerful scenes too both of them oh, they really are. <clears throat> All right, and this one I'm going to call a lightning round one because we're going to be talking about knowing uh, your Paloma song, All You Need and More, and uh, <laughs> Sweetheart's Day, which had so, so many references. So I'm just going to go like super fast through all these because if I talk about every one of them, it's going to take forever. <laughs> so these are the ones I saw and these are the ones I could find. I think there were a couple that stood out, but I could not name. So here's what I've got. So we've got uh, Mateo's floaties, which we saw moving on up. We've got Mateo's baby suits, which we saw moving up. Uh, Julio's like crawfish cooking pot, which we saw in the Incredible Shrinking Royals. Um, Issa's toolbox, uh, the animal masks from Mask and Magic. Doña, uh, Doña Paloma's teapot from Mask and Magic. Uh, the twist tug from Model Sister. The Skylar pinata from Mask and Magic, and Armando's drum from The Magic Within. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Good job. Amazing. They're like, you want an Easter egg? Here's an Easter egg. Here's an Easter egg. Everyone has an Easter egg. <laughs> If, they, if the creators the hear this, they can just laugh at me because Rachel spent way too much time going frame by frame and being like, <laughs> oh, I think I remember this and watching scenes of episodes to try and find them. So <laughs> they stole my time. They did. <laughs> 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 Do you guys remember? I don't know. Um, I know definitely if you grew up in the US. Um, Do you remember those I Spy like, booklets where it's like, oh, yes. books had I it, love yeah, those. Had, throwback yeah, it was basically that that is what i did for at least an hour maybe more i had like i had like the computer game version of that and oh my god how great my site has become like whenever someone like lost something i'll be like oh it's right there and i'm pointing to across the room and they're like how did you know it was there i'm like i don't know i spy i guess <laughs> amazing <laughs> One of the team of laws right now getting the ice by but putting it slowly away. <laughs> <laughs> I like my time back to it. <laughs> Alrighty. This next Easter egg is a big one. And when I say big, I mean colossal. In Spirit of a Wizard, we see this Meruvian ruin with a couple of giant heads made of stone around there. Well, these heads look exactly like the infamous colossal stone heads of the Olmec. The Olmec are the earliest known Mesoamerican group. They are like almost everyone that came after these guys took influence from them, such as bits of their mythology and even the ball game, Llama. It originated from down there. Wow. Uh, from these guys. Yes. Holy moly. Oh, yeah. These guys, like, they go so far back, like 1200 BC. To, to be precise, that there is, there is little to be found of them, 
Um, nice. Even the Aztecs were the one who gave them the name, the Omic, which translates to the rubber people. But they are well known for leaving behind these these different iconography, iconographies and works of art, such as these giant stone heads. Nice. So, yeah. My Big face is egg. literally like the Pikachu shock face right now. Chrissy, <laughs> 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 oh, do you know only... Chrissy, do you know only how to speak in gifts and memes now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the Leonardo DiCaprio one with the glass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I love you. <laughs> All right. So our next one is a, um, a callback to Sleeping Beauty. So remember in Elena's day off where we had the Herrera sisters bickering like the fairies from Sleeping Beauty where with the cake colors, no, let make it pink. No, make it blue. And you know what? They kind of have the same vibe as the fairies too. It's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was great. They did it twice, right? They did it like to the cake and then her dress as well, right? I think they did. Yeah, it was a, it was like a theme in the episode. <laughs> like, what color is it? <laughs> Oh no, I think it should be this. <laughs> mm, sisters. Well, one of them got their way because the dress was blue, so. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Someone betting in the back. Oh, oh my god, what would the pink one would have looked like? That would look so cool. But the blue one was, oh god, so gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Very mature. Yeah, they, well, they could get a pink one, I think, back all the way into Web Vista, so. Ah, yeah, yes, yes. Half blue, half pink in the, the <laughs> remix. <laughs> right. And um, going to the next one, even though Chris Lands earlier, though we read his, uh, Christian Lands, I mean, sorry, <laughs> we read his uh, tweet earlier that said, he's saying that the alternate Avalor, Avalor was better. I'm going to have to say, I think he was wrong, only because uh, apparently Lord Elrod appeared in the um, stands of To Queen and Not To Queen. And not only that, actually, because I looked at it again closely, there's like three of him. So if they're multiplying, ah! definitely I will pay you. Oh no, <laughs> oh, no they're multiplying. No. We got to get out of here. No. <laughs> the real reason I wake to get up. out of there. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised she didn't look up, see all of them, and just said, nope, and just walked out or something. She's like, nope. I'm, no, out. I'm out. I'm out. Sorry, Mateo and Gabe. Uh, the next Easter egg is in season three, and it's a little bit of one that I think we shared on the podcast page if you wanted a little visual, but it's a sky glitch. So in Elena's day off, she's so busy trying to get everything sorted in a room in the palace that there's one scene and it's day, and then it flicks back to night, then <laughs> flicks back to day. So I think it was Dana, I think. She commented that Elena was just working so hard that, you know, days just all meshed together. So <laughs> that's what we'll go with. <laughs> I mean, not saying that's not relatable because, I mean, I think we all have those work weeks. I just had that the other day when I mixed up the days and I'm like, I can't do the podcast tonight, guys. And they're like, Rachel, it's Monday. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Rachel's working too hard. <laughs> no, man, that's that's called the pandemic miss 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 calendar. What we don't even know if it's Tuesday or Saturday. <laughs> like, that is a mood. <laughs> True. <laughs> so now this next Easter egg sounds a bit familiar. It can be heard during the first battle on Coronation Day when Chantana attempts to create a creature with tiburon teeth and dragon fire. Tiburon means shark in Spanish, and to the Maya, however, shark and shark-like creatures in myth are referred to as shok. <laughs> and funny thing that, now that I think about it, that Chantana should mention shark teeth because there's a theory that Shark teeth or megalodon teeth found by the Maya are what influenced these stories of the shook demons of the deep. So, yeah, tiburon teeth, way to go! <laughs> Imagine that, on, on day, that. Oh, like finding these like massive teeth, you're like, oh my god, it's a demon! <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I feel like I think I've told you, have I guys? Did I tell you guys about the uh, Royal Art of Poisons book I read like forever ago? Um, and then so there was a thing in there where it was like, yeah, um, there was a thing in there about horns for a long time. And so people used to like have those and they were like, this will detect poisons. So I will just poke this stake with this narwhal horn that I think is a unicorn horn <laughs> and it will tell me whether I'm going to be poisoned or not. <laughs> I wish I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the crazy things people They're do. They're shoving it in their drinks and they're shoving it in their food. It's <laughs> oh <my goodness. laughs> luckily enough. Luckily enough, Elena doesn't have to ha apparently have like royal tasters and stuff like that. So we're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there are no unicorns in my mythology or Mesoamerican mythology, so we're pretty good in Avalor. <laughs> I don't know about uh, the rest of the Ever Realm. No. <laughs> Sophia's like Sky. Help! <laughs> Taste all these foods. <laughs> <laughs> all right, our next next Easter egg is actually from the Queen or not the Queen again. I feel like that's a popular episode with a lot of fun little Easter eggs in it, and so. But this one is you get to see Antonia, and she is sewing Elena's dress from Snow Place Like Home, Ooh. and it's interesting to see her. She didn't. She's not a royal guard this time, but she does seem to be a seamstress. But Fun fact is that she's just sewing Elena's dress from that one episode, and so Love don't know what dress. she's gonna do with it. But <laughs> Donya Paloma, oh Donya Paloma, Paloma is gonna wear it. or something, <laughs> but this <laughs> yeah. is like sell those dolls. Who's the Elena one? Get Donya Paloma. <laughs> the real AU. <laughs> <laughs> it's frightening. <laughs> So I actually have to retract my earlier statement I said about, you know, Sophia the first being like the last reference they threw in there because they actually did throw one at the very, very end, mm -hmm. which is of Coronation Day, where when Elena sits down on her throne, she has that same little crown tumble tilt that we saw all the way back at the beginning of the episode yeah. and we've seen at the beginning of every episode yes. since in the intro. <laughs> so that was a last nod to the whole series. And I think that one was perf a perfect nod. Because <laughs> Elena's grown, but she's still Elena. <laughs> Gotta love those matching shots. And I have to say, um, I love how at that same moment, I don't know if you listen real closely to the music, you can hear that um, musical like homage to Elena, Elena. Which you guys, you know, like in the 
Yes, the intro, right? Yes, a throwback to the intro. So her crown was tumbling at the same time as the music was doing that thing. It was it was very well done. <laughs> Moving on to this lovely Easter egg. Um, confirmed, at least, uh, or about as a response tweet, actually. Um, Jorge Guitares, I think, on Twitter. He's the creator of um, El Tigre and Mayan 3. Uh, Book of Life, you know him, you know him. Um, and he was talking about Flash Gordon, I think, like maybe a few days after the Elena uh, finale premiered. And Craig re uh, responded to that tweet saying, Oh, yeah, haha, we had a Flash Gordon reference in, in, uh, in uh, the, the finale. I was like, What? So I went searching because <laughs> he mentioned um, Migs as a voice actor. And um, during Coronation Day, during the first battle, when Megs leads the Jackwins into battle, he yells out, come on, Jackwins, dive! Yes. <laughs> so according, <laughs> according to Greg, this is a reference to Flash Gordon. Uh, what a great excuse to watch this movie again, because I forgot <laughs> how funny the scene was when Prince <laughs> Voltan is leading his army of Hawkmen into battle against the Ajax. He goes, Squadron 40? Dive! <laughs> High-pitched dive! But yeah, say, Jacqueline's dive. We're all just diving. Dive into this Easter egg. <laughs> That's pretty cool. How excellent, Kika. <laughs> Me trying the pun. Okay, and now I love this classic musical reference from Sweetheart's Day. I mean, there's probably a lot of references, but this very classic singing in the rain reference where Mateo is swinging on the um, lamppost. It's just really great. I saw immediately saw that. I was like, ah, singing in the rain. It was perfect. All he needed was like an umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sweet now moving on to this lovely easter egg coming from the climatic moment of coronation day mm -hmm. when elena forgives esteban and her emotion magic brings him back it pays homage to the beast's transformation sequence in beauty and the beast yes. from the special effects to the shot choice on the hand mm -hmm. to even the alan menken-esque music score yes. everything yes <laughs> love it. Everything about this scene is a love letter to a tale as old as time. Ah, that's perfect. Ah, cute. And what's even, I know it's so cute. What's, <laughs> and what's even so, what's even cooler, what I love about this, because I remember the, when you guys put on the podcast channel, uh, page on Instagram, the comparison between the two. Um, I think we had Elliot Bauer, I, or Bauer, Bauer, I, I, he's a, I think he's a supervising director, and he commented saying, like, good eye, guys, because um, um, he had some um, great words for this. Uh, Beauty and the Beast was his first feature as an artist. Uh, working on the transformation scene really meant a lot to him, so he wanted to pay homage to it in the Elena finale. They had they, a fantastic job, just yes. so cool. And it was like so in time with it, like it's the side by side comparison. It was just like, oh my god, that is so cool. Almost beat for so beat, perfect. shot by shot. Yeah, yeah. So going from a very sweet Disney reference, we'll go to a terrifying one. <laughs> <laughs> for, uh, uh, oh. It is. It's wait a second. Uh, in um, uh, Lightning Warrior, where the Giant Jumoyoku swallowing the boat could be a reference to Monsuru in Pinocchio swallowing the boat in that one too, which 
Hey, Pinocchio was a very terrifying movie. So that's, uh, <laughs> I mean, isn't it like, in that movie too? I mean, didn't they like in Pinocchio, didn't they like, build a fire so like they get out of it? So I think Elena them did a much more humane way to get out of that creature. <laughs> <laughs> I tend to over pepper. <laughs> once again (laughs) Elena just kind of like is a a series that kind of like softens all those like nightmares we had with uh, the Disney movie versions of them (laughs) like don't worry kids like Elena will make it uh, uh, nicer for you (laughs) you can can deal with this like look the Moyoku he smiles he's just happy he's sleepy not like this giant whale that's about to eat you you. (laughs) angry eyes (laughs) I just I just thought about I just I just thought about this thing about Pinocchio because I tend not to think about Pinocchio when I can. <laughs> um, the, I remember in that well in that movie because they had one of that terrifying scene too where they turned the boys into donkeys. Did Alonso mm-hmm. get turned into a donkey too? And um, Alonso, yeah, yeah. Alonso, yeah. yeah. Oh. an Easter egg within an Easter egg. Oh my gosh, it's exception. <laughs> <laughs> exception. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, you know, Alonzo is the our favorite ass. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, he would have fit in with those kind of rowdy boys at the beginning of season one, so I oh don't gosh, doubt it yes. that he was like. <laughs> he would have yeah. been totally on the island, Pleasure Island. <laughs> All right. In the episode of Elena's Day Off, we get a special cameo from Chrissy Fit, who played as Leo's mom in this episode, but you also probably would recognize her more as the voice of Princess Valentina. And so I thought it was cool that she was able to play kind of like a a little bit more (laughs) (laughs) in this episode. That was pretty fun. Speaking of VAs, Victor's VA, Lou Phillips, he ad-libbed the line, I put the Victor in victory, which was confirmed by both Rob Pratt and himself on Twitter. So that was so cool. Amazing. Such a Victor thing to say, though. It really is. And a dad joke on that. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed the rule. So speaking of the Delgados, a while back, Craig Gerber confirmed that Ash Delgado's real name isn't actually Ash, and that it was one that she gave herself. And so honestly, we think it kind of adds to the whole mystique in, of her character, but we never really actually figure out what her real name is, and so that is still open for speculation. Just one thing I thought of before I got in here, but I don't know if it's much of an Easter egg too much, but something I remembered is that uh, I do know that Pablo, you know, in Family Treasure, Pablo makes another appearance, and he first came up in Mass Magic too, which also makes that connection That's that right. um, they both they both know Doña Paloma from when they were growing up as well. The brothers do. Mm-hmm. Let's see, we did the masks one, we did the shirky with the popcorn. And then Craig Gerber says that one of the most fun Easter eggs was from Class Act when Isabel discovers that the college students have stolen her exegroomer invention during the song sequence. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought that was funny. Thank you so much, Craig, for letting us um, share those Easter eggs, the confirmed ones. So we really appreciate that. So thank you so much for replying back. Absolutely. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so there you guys have it. 
Did you guys notice any of these too? And have you seen any other ones? Make sure to let us know on our social media accounts because we would love to hear from you all. Wherever you are in the world, we want to thank you for listening along to this Easter special. And speaking of Easter, all of us podcast princesses want to wish you a happy late Easter. (laughs) And we hope you don't eat too much chocolate and you got to enjoy the time with your families. And so until next time, wings up, amigas. Bye. Bye. Bye.